You're listening to Soul School with Laura Coe and Kevin Kaiser. On this show, we dive into life's biggest questions. Who are we? What are we here to do? And how can we fearlessly live as our truest, deepest selves? Soul School is the spiritual education you never received. So if you're ready, join us as we explore together. Soul School is in session. Welcome back, Soul Family. Kevin Kaiser here with my lovely co-host, Laura Coe. Laura, welcome once again. How are you? Hey, Kevin. I am fantastic. Good to see you. It's good to see you too. And for everybody this week, um, it's a really big week for the Little Soul School, littlesoul.school, by the way, and the Soul School podcast, because we're rolling out uh, something called the Still Point. And we wanted to devote this entire episode to unpacking what it is and to invite you into it. Because as far as we know, this may, the way we're doing it is is a completely new way of inviting people into learning about the Akashic Records. So we're gonna unpack that a little bit today, give you a glimpse of it, then invite you into it. So we're, and Laura's to blame for all of this, by the way, this was her idea. The school and the silver. So (laughs) let's start with that. and. Describe for the people what the still point is. What is this thing that we're trying to do? Yeah, I have to take you guys back just a little bit, right? I have been obsessed with this T.S. Eliot poem. I've mentioned it on the podcast before. I've got it tattooed on me. So sadly, you'll probably hear about it a lot. I've named this program after it. Um, The program essentially is based on this idea of like, how do we find stillness in this sort of chaotic, ever-turning world? And I think a lot of us feel life is chaotic, it's overwhelming, we're running from thing to thing. Even when we're still, we're uncomfortable, right? People develop meditation practices to find that peace, that tranquility, that that ease within themselves. And it's quite elusive. Um, after some time of experience in meditation, looking for stillness, whatever that is for you, I believe, I found, and I find many people feel this way, they realize that this place is actually a little bit more of like a dance, which is how T.S. Eliot speaks of it. You know, the still point of the turning world, there the dance is. And it's the dance of life is really happening within us. But I get very curious about what does that mean? Because... This idea of authenticity, when we point to ourselves, when we say, I feel a certain way, and we, we tend to point to the center of our chest or in our heart or our gut, but, but technically there's nobody there. There's no little Laura walking around inside of my chest cavity or inside of my stomach, but we have a sense of self that lives within us, not in our minds. And that self We would like to feel tranquil, peaceful, and yet it's a dance of life. It's it's not exactly something we can point to, find, locate. So the Still Point program comes from this long, 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 long um, interest, excitement that I have around this concept. All of my life is built around my own curiosity, my own exploration and interest in locating that for myself. And understanding that for myself, not just intellectually, but um, 
you know, embodying that uh, in, in my actual experiences. So um, the Akashic Records, the energetic space that holds our soul's history, everything we've ever done in all of our lifetimes is stored. We can go into a single Akashic Record. We can find out glorious things about you, Kevin. You know, we've done readings where it's like, you can ask me anything about your family, your friends, your life, your childhood, um, the most complicated parts of your psychology, your soul. But what about this sort of collective conversation about who we are, why we're here? What does it mean to be on the earth plane? What does it mean to be an embodied soul? Um, I find the Akashic realm also has this collective wealth of information that we can explore, that I explore frequently, that's where I write my books from, that answers some of the most profound, meaningful, um, enriching ideas I've ever come into contact with, right? And, and I say that like really seriously, Kevin, I, I study this stuff, I love it. And when I go in the Akashic realm and I ask the collective consciousness of the Akashic records, not this single record of my soul, the, the answers are so enlightening and so profound and so helpful to me in, in my everyday experience. So the Still Point program is a long-winded answer, but it's us going, you and I going into this collective part of the Akashic realm to ask the questions that I think are on my mind, on your mind, and I think on a lot of people's minds. So what do the Akashic records think about themselves? How would they define themselves? How do they define spirituality, right? I don't know that anybody's, at least in my experience, asked the Akashic records about the Akashic records or how to use right. the Akashic records. Right. And the thing that, the thing that has come to mind for me as we've talked about this and doing this, because we've been talking about doing this for, for a while now, is that everybody I know is really longing for two things in their life. It's this sort of self-realization, right? I, I want to know who I am. And then also they want to they experience that within community. So it's self-realization and community. And Maybe it's the times that we, that we live in where people are beginning to, you know, dismiss all of the institutions, right? They no longer want to be told what to think. They want to learn how to access their own direct knowing, yeah. right? On a soul level. And as we've you know, talked through the, the still point of, and I've even done a few practice sessions, I walked away from those thinking, oh, this is both of those things in one. It's teaching people how to access for themselves, right? This total knowing, right? The Akashic records for themselves, but also in community with other people who are, uh, to be a little funny about it, they're the same kind of weird as me and you, you know, where they're just, we're just really into this, um, you know, truth. What is the truth of reality? What is the truth of ourselves? Yeah. And this is a way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you were the one who really pushed for this. I was, <laughs> I was resistant to say the least, but I had taught people how to access the Akashic records individually. I'd done hundreds of people. 
And I was like, oh, you know, it's a bit tiring. I don't know. And you kept saying, this is the thing. People want this, Laura. You've got to figure out how to teach this in community, accessing their own guides. And I thought, oh, I don't, I don't really know what that means exactly. And I don't know that people really want that. I was going in a different direction. I thought it was purely the Akashic philosophy was it for me. But, you know, you were right. And, and I figured out what that would look like. How do we all come in community? That's the level one class, you know, open up the Akashic realm and, and people's excitement, whether they study it or not, whether they do it for a long time or not, to know that they can, right? And, and I say this so seriously, but everybody can hold a tennis ball. Everybody can walk up to a piano. Not everybody's going to be Beethoven. And that's okay. And we're all okay with that. I know I'm not going to get to Wimbledon. I'd like to think of myself in another lifetime, perhaps. It's not true in this one. And so whatever that is for you, whatever hobby or interest you have, a great chef or whatever it is, um, some of us pursue that like crazy, but we all know it's available. Whereas spirituality, mysticism, this stuff is, for me, been held out as for special people, you know? And yeah. I mean, do I think there's talent? Yeah, of course, for everything that's true, though. But everybody can walk up to a piano. Music, it takes time. Like, it's not going to sound cute in the first six months. Going the Akashic realm, everybody can do it. Everybody. So I want to show people in this program, you can do it. I can do it. Everybody can do it. Does it take practice? Yes. Does it take time? Yes. Do you have like little technical hacks you can do? Sure. Can I show you those things? Yes. Are we going to ask the Akashic realm how they think we could use it? How they think it works the best? What, you know, what it means from their perspective to to be in this space most effectively for ourselves? Yeah. Um, and then you have to do the work or not, right? Like that's up to you. But I just want to debunk that that idea. Yeah. And it's kind of strange because most people would would label this as mysticism, but you really were demystifying the mystical side of this because it really is, it is accessible to everyone. I've actually been astounded by, by who's been able to learn how to accurately read, uh, my records and uh, you know what I mean? So it's, it's not something that is just for, um, you know, pro level people who've been, you know, like spiritual their, their entire lives. Uh, it's really for everybody. I want to, I want to unpack a little bit what exactly a session of the still point is like. So we're meeting uh, biweekly, so twice a month for people who want to do do that, or you can just kind of do it a la carte, um, you know, whenever we pick a topic, a question that we explore in the, in the Akashic records. Uh, but walk us through what the session is actually like. What would people experience if they come, came and joined us for a, a still point session? Yeah, I... I put so much time, as you know, because you were there helping me every step of the way in what this is, right? This took a long time to conceptualize. Um, I see a lot of people wanting to heal spiritually. I'm one of them, learn spiritual, spiritually, but then embodying it is a whole nother thing, right? So the goal is to get us out of our heads into an experience of this stuff and hold that. And potentially when you leave, it doesn't just disappear into your day as you run on to the next thing, right? We're all busy. So it was designed with that in mind. So um, we'll start with, with 
going in the records. You and I will sit, um, you're going to ping me with some question. And it's the questions that I think people are dying to know. Um, how would the Akashic realm define themselves? What does purpose mean according to the spiritual realm? What does it mean to be in truth according to the spiritual realm? Why is it so hard to be embodied? What can we do to feel easier, lighter, more joyous? All these things that I think spiritual people are thinking about, right? Why are we seeking spirituality, right? When we know the answer is everything you're looking for is within, right? <laughs> um, but why is that so hard? So asking uh, the guides to explain it from their own voice instead of, I think, other people interpreting it. And then we'll um, take the information. That information will become a, a, a meditation. Uh, our friend Anita is going to lead um, so that you can hear the guidance, then embody it in a meditation, and then spend a few minutes in your own records. Sometimes we'll get technical uh, guidance to begin. So then we can practice more technically. Sometimes it'll be more spiritual philosophical and we can embody those. And then, so you'll have a few minutes to practice on your own. And then we'll jump out into to breakout rooms to both meet friends, meet a new community, and share that. Because I think when you speak it, right, it goes from intellectual to embodied to speaking. That moment of speaking it is where I think it sticks, right? At least for me, like when you got to summarize it, get it out. Um, you don't have to talk if you don't want to. If you're shy, don't worry. But that's the idea. Uh, week over week. And and the last thing I'll say, Kevin, is this idea that you and I have been talking about that I want to share with the audience that it's going to be um, a little fluid, right? If the guides have a lot to say on a topic, maybe we won't have a meditation. <laughs> if they have more technical, um, then maybe we won't have any philosophical. If it feels like a longer meditation is needed, we'll just do a little less time in a breakout room, blah, blah, blah. So really let the um, the energy of the experience lead. Yeah. It, and over the past few weeks, we've, we've done some of these private sessions with friends and family, just testing, testing it out. And it's been a lot of fun, first of all, to do it in community with people, um, other people. But I mean, we did one just the other day and the, the kind of information that, that came through is pretty, I mean, pretty enlightening. It's pretty um, uh, you can definitely feel the energy of it. And like I said, we haven't launched this yet. It launches on Wednesday with the very first class. And, you know, so nearly 400 of our closest friends will be there. Right. So being able to do this in community with people, I think it's just going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it really will, because if you're, you know, that's, that's one of the hardest parts. Uh, that's been one of the hardest parts of my own journey is finding people who speak the same language that I do. And being able to learn together with them and ask questions. And I mean, even especially hard questions, right? Because uh, I know a lot of people are coming out of spiritual traditions or religious traditions and feel like refugees in a way and are really gravitating toward communities like this. So, you know, I'm really, really thankful that we have the opportunity to do it. Um, I do want to ask a question about, so you talk about the Akashic Records, but, but you also use it interchangeably with the guides. Describe it a little bit. Why do you call them the guides? I mean, this is one of those things that I want to clear up in these sessions, but what I have been told is that 
There's the energetic space that holds our soul's history, everything we've ever done in all of our lifetimes, my lifetime, your lifetime. It's in this quote, book of life for each of us, which that book of life has all of our lifetimes, one for Laura Coe and all of her uh, soul's other versions and Kevin's, um, you know, male and female versions of your soul life. And that's stored in an Akashic library. That library is protected by some a group called the Lords of the Records, and the Lords of the Records are non-embodied beings who um, make sure that this space is being accessed properly with permissions, with um, integrity, I guess. And then I think of them as like the librarians. And then you know you get to check out parts, different books, different sections that your guides, your master teachers, and your loved ones pull through in an Akashic record reading for your highest good in that moment. So imagine for Kevin, (laughs) there's this energetic space that holds all of his soul's history, everything he's ever done, every thought, feeling, and action over all of his lifetimes. And now he sits here with me saying a reading and is like, hey, Laura, you know, I just would love some guidance on something personal in his life. In this moment, in this lifetime, what is most helpful from all of that information to pull forward. So the guides, the master's teachers, loved ones, supposedly check out the right section of your your uh, library card, uh, part of your book. And, and that comes through in a reading for you with the language that aligns for you. If I'm doing somebody who's an IT tech person, perhaps the languaging shifts to solid state drives. And my friend who's a dancer, I start saying things like undulate and, you know, and movement. And she's like, that's how I feel. And so the language shifts, the metaphors shifts, the the energy changes to meet you where you are to help you unblock, grow, ultimately connect back into the beingness of your life so that you can hear the nuance of your soul, right? I think the Akashic realm ultimately is designed to help us know that we are energetic beings when we don't remember. We we get dense and weighed down. We are the Akashic realm really at the truth, right? This energy, this being of self is kind of interchangeable with the energy of this space, but because of our perception, our eyes, our our, our senses, we see this hardcore separation between objects, right? Objects are what make up our world and, and that's fine, but it's to reconnect you to this energetic sense of self. And when that's in full expression, you know, we all have it. It comes in hunches. It comes in a little knowing. This field gives you just much, much, much more information. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's what the process looks like. And um, the guides are the ones that help transfer the information is what I've learned. So I would like to be part of this program to just break all that down, channeled directly from the Akashic realm. Yeah. It, and so we, we did this, this practice session on Saturday with friends and family. Uh, one of the questions I asked, and, I, and I'd love to talk about it a little bit here, is why now? Because the idea of the, the Akashic, Re- Akashic Records, the Book of Life, shows up in so many different spiritual traditions. It's been around for a long, long time, but never accessible like it is now. And so I asked the question on Saturday, why now? 
Like, why is this coming to the forefront so that people can access it? And um, I don't know how much of the answer you want to talk about, because it actually was a pretty difficult answer that, you know, where humanity is. But do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like, why now? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's not uncommon to hear in spirituality circles these days um, that the earth plane is in a bit of a desperate space, that the energy um, is concerning. Um, people are uh, maybe not so happy, struggling, frustrated, and in those energies that's impacting the energies of the earth plane. If I'm being totally honest, right, and you know I always am, uh, part of me bristles at these ideas, right? Like I feel a little new agey and like, oh, like is this, yeah, you know, like, yeah, like I get a little like, but but I am hearing that enough from this source that I'm finding um, has been consistently truthful to me, and uh, so yeah, there, there's a there's a sense that um, there's an opportunity to balance some of the light and the darker energies, the vibration of the earth energy that it has potentially an impact towards more than just the earth itself. And you know, sometimes I do these readings where I meet like um, a person who has come to this plane and they don't usually come here. They're, you know, from a different galaxy. They're here just to help. And again, I feel like I'm like, is this Star Wars or Star Trek or like, what am I doing? But it's so truthful. And the person is like, the other details about them are so accurate that it's opened me up to this. And and so, yeah, the why now is um, we're in a bit of a, tumultuous if not dangerous place as a planet um as a species yeah yeah and, and the very fact that you felt uncomfortable because i remember when i asked the question and it got really uncomfortable for you that's how i know things like that i sort of triangulate truth right and that gives me a clue that oh well this is trustworthy because she would never say this on her own right <laughs> this is something that's yeah you because know, you you, you you're like me in that way, where we're very pragmatic, um, like, because we're just interested in truth. Because I, you and I had a conversation recently, I'm sure you remember this, we were talking about why, why are we doing what we do? And I think you'd brought up uh, an Adyashanti, you're listening to something that he said, and, and he asked, why are you doing this? Why yeah. are you on this spiritual pursuit? Why do you do anything? And it has to be true for you. Like you have to know for yourself. And we both essentially, we said the same thing because we want to know the truth. We're, we're interested in the essential truth of reality. And, and so we have a high, you know, finally attuned BS meter and, you know, we're always questioning and trying to triangulate truth, uh, you know, from multiple, from multiple, uh, perspectives and angles. Yeah, but, Kevin, you know, two things. One is I'm I'm such an eternal optimist, right? So your point about me not saying it, I just don't typically feel doomy, gloomy. I don't know. I always feel things will work out. I'm sort of a, you know, silver lining type human. So yeah, it's very hard for me to sort of think catastrophically. So yeah, it, it does show that it comes from somewhere else. And um. Adashanti said, you know, if you go down the spiritual path, 
you really need to know why you're doing it. What's the one thing? And he said, you know, there's, there could be 10 things, but what is the one thing that really, truly um, per- propels you to continue? Because if you don't know that when you get to those po- points of struggle, which I've been there, I know you've been there, um, you don't have anything like a safety net, right, to come back to. And, and yeah, I mean, to know the truth, it's like an inescapable need for me from a soul level to keep after. I just can't stop. Even if you asked me to, I don't know how. <laughs> and yeah. truth, asterisk, asterisk, right? We say it all the time, but to the best of our ability on the human plane, because we'll never really know the whole truth, right? Like I get it. But as much as I can, I'm, I'm dying to know, you know? Yeah. Same yeah. here. And it's, a, it, it is a compulsion for me. I just have to know. And I want to know, and I want to experience it directly. And I think, I mean, for me, just in the past 10 years, or even in the past five years, it seems like the the number of people that are just coming into my life are are becoming more visible, you know, talking about these same things. I mean, think about, I think about all the podcasts and all of the books and all of the things that are coming out where uh, people are like us. And they're really asking these, what I would consider ultimate questions of like, who are, who are we really, or what are we and why are we here? And some of these old pat answers that we've inherited just, just by virtue of when, where, and to whom we were born, we look at them and go, really? I mean, maybe, but I'm going to go find out for myself. You know, I, I'm tired of being a secondhand person. You know, somebody yeah. who just takes hand-me-down truth and I want to go out and find out for myself. And so, you know, if you're that kind of person, you're our people, which is why you're listening to us talk about, you know, the Akashic Realm and Still Points and, you know, all of the yeah. things that we talk about. Yeah. And to just add one idea to that, um, when I think about the community I'm building at the Little Soul School with you, it's like, Some people go to church temples and that's great. And some people turn to textbooks and that's wonderful. For those who find that those uh, modalities don't connect for them, that they feel that there's something else and science isn't quite getting them. Not that we don't believe in science. I love science. I totally am um, open to uh, the ideas of, that are presented. And, and I think a lot of the religious texts have great meaning, but neither resonated as the container for, for me. And so I think there's a lot of people, I found there was a lot of people like myself who they didn't quite fit in religion. They didn't quite fit in these textbooks, but they wanted a home and they wanted to be explorers of it all. And that's what I find exciting. Like sometimes I want to read Uh, something on Hinduism or Buddhism or Judaism or Christianity. Sometimes I want to look at the Akashic records. Like I want to be able to be flexible in what excites me each day and what I find adds value in my life. Yeah. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. I remember this was many years ago. So I grew up in the Christian tradition and, you know, someone essentially gave me permission to leave the path. And like, look, you just, explore you can always come back 
like just know that you you know this whole culture of fear around well you might be deceived you might right um it shows up in multiple religions and spiritual traditions but um to me like having the ability to to read buddhism or try all of these different spiritual traditions and see they're all essentially saying the same thing from from different vantage points and be able to take what works for you set aside the things that don't and um which is essentially what everybody's doing everywhere which is why you have denominations and all of these different right religions they're taking Completely. what works for them and and jet you know ejecting what doesn't so yeah um, yeah yeah so Absolutely. i'm really really excited about this so for anybody who is interested uh, they can go to littlesoul.school slash still point and you can learn more about it you can join us we invite you to join us give it a shot if it's for you great if you're the same kind of weird as we we are come and join us um and if it's not that's great too but just know that you are everyone is welcome um come and join us check it out is there anything you want to any any parting words you want to leave with uh, the good people of the world I mean, just I'm I'm grateful you're participating. I'm so excited for this. I feel like it's a great experiment. You know, I don't know where it's going to go exactly, um, but I love this idea of asking the Akashic realm to help define themselves and spirituality for us, as opposed to grabbing tidbits from all sorts of different places and and piecing it together and deciding that I get it. So if that excites you, if you're looking for community, if um, you want to get a little deeper understanding of how to access your own records, you know, this is a great way to do that, even if you just want to try it for a little while. Uh, if not, we'll always be doing more stuff. So I feel like, you know, it's it's an endless playground over at the Little Soul School. So thank you, Kevin. Always. Thank you. And uh, for those who want to check it out, school uh, slash still point and uh, much love to everybody uh, we'll see you next time Thanks, we'll see you next time thank you Kevin ever wonder if you're on the right path in life or if there's a better way to connect with your soul's purpose if so we invite you to join us in the still point a community devoted to accelerating our soul growth together Join Laura as she channels guidance from the Akashic Records on life's biggest questions. You'll also learn how to access your own guidance and connect into your deepest being through guided meditations. And most importantly, you'll do it all along with hundreds of fellow seekers from around the world. You can learn more at littlesoul.school slash stillpoint and join us for the next gathering. That's littlesoul.school slash stillpoint. We'll see you there.